she had told Phoebe that her father was a famous tree surgeon. <laughs> surgeon. That came out yeah. funny. Welcome to Pivot, a friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot. Pivot, Whitney. Pivot. We're on episode 33, the one with Phoebe's dad. This episode aired December 14th, 1995. Now, I've got my handy little book. I have not pulled it out in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that came with the DVD box set back in the early 2000s. And it summarizes this episode. Now, these summaries are super short, so uh, don't be surprised. It has a guest star of Audra Lindley. I don't know who I, that is. I actually recognize the name. She, I think she's Phoebe's grandmother. Oh, would, okay. Yeah, I was I trying would, to think. Who's on here that's... Yeah, I'm sure it's Phoebe's grandma. Here is the summary. Phoebe learns the surprising truth about her father. Now, Phoebe's going to let us know. No, that's my stepdad who went to prison. This is my real dad, the one that ran out on us before I was born. Yeah. And I remember watching way back when I was like, wait, what? I thought there's something else with Phoebe's dad. So they do clarify that. At the very beginning of the episode, Phoebe learns the truth about her dad. Ross makes Monica's Christmas party guests miserable. And Rachel gets her revenge on Ross because Ross made a list of pros and cons between Rachel and his girlfriend, Julie. Yes. And we all remembered, oh, look, cried Ned. (laughs) Rachel read the list and got very ticked off. So just as her and Ross were about to start dating, the relationship ended. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) You said that just so (laughs) la-di-da. Oh, look, cried Ned. (laughs) Okay, if you did not listen to the previous episode, you need to go back and listen to it (laughs) because it's so stupidly funny. Mm. A lonely mm-hmm. gray couch. Yeah. <laughs> a lonely gray couch. Let's take it back another sentence. It was summer. <laughs> it was hot. Rachel was there. Rachel was there. A lonely, a lonely gray couch. Yeah, he says it like he's in pain. <laughs> oh man, we had a blast <laughs> with that one. Oh, that was funny. So uh, good times, <laughs> good times. So Rachel's ticked off at Ross because she read that list and they made up that ridiculous short story that Chandler was writing. <laughs> yeah. So she's pretty peeved. And that is why she shall be getting her little revenge with her own little list in this episode. Yes. While I pull up our trivia questions, Whitney, tell us what are you sipping on today? Oh, tonight it is um, Stone Cloud Brewing Company, um, Chug Norris. Such a fun name. You've had that one before. I have. I like it. It tastes good. Cool. It's a mosaic pale ale. I'm sipping on some Topo Chico. Here are the trivia questions 
question number one. This is a true or false. Phoebe believes her dad is in Ross's picture frame from the store. True or false? (laughs) Question number two. Why doesn't Phoebe's grandmother's taxi cab have a seatbelt in the front? Front passenger side has no seatbelt. Why not? And then question number three. How did Monica and Rachel tip their building super, their building supervisor? What was the holiday tip that these ladies left him? That is what we will find out. This is a Christmas episode. Okay, so we're going to start with a cold open um, where basically right off the bat, they're all in the girls' apartments or apartments, apartment. They're decorating the Christmas tree. The girls are, I think, decorating cookies. Um, and Phoebe happens to look out the window and sees ugly naked guy. And she announces it to, well, the apartment. Um, Ooh, ugly naked guy is, decor- is ugly- or decorating his tree. And then she says, um, check, or his, Oh, his Christmas balls are huge. <laughs> you got to see this. Is. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Um, she's like, you got to see the size of his Christmas balls. Oh, that's it. You got to see the size of his Christmas balls. And Ross is <laughs> on the couch. And this is what makes this so funny because he's kind of just doing his thing. But when she says that, he kind of looks up and has this look on his face <laughs> like, what? <laughs> He he basically stops whatever he's doing with his hands and looks up and is like, oh, yeah, the look on his face is pretty priceless. (laughs) Too funny. So then Chandler and Joey comes in and they are asking the girls um, like how much they tipped the super because basically they don't want to give like way less than what the girls did and look cheap. You know, they don't want to look bad. They asked you know, how much did you tip the super? Monica tells them, or we tipped with, you know, fresh homemade cookies. And Chandler's like, has his checkbook in his hand and he writes down, he's like, and 25 it is. Yeah. Cause they were going to give him $50, right? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. It was 50. It's like, how much did you tip the super? Um, Cause we don't want to give less and look bad. And uh, he's like, what is it? You know, 50, 75, whatever. And they said they tipped with homemade cookies. So he said, and 25 it is. (laughs) So it was like probably a lot better than the homemade cookies. So that was it. And then like, who else did you, or no, 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 that's what it was. He asked, well, who else did you tip with cookies? And then like Rachel starts listing off. Um, We tipped like the super, the, I I can't remember who else now is like somebody else. And then. Like, no, the mailman, the mailman, and then you hear a thump at the door. Um, and then they go, Oh, yeah, and the newspaper man or the newspaper delivery guy or whatever. And so then Joey opens up the door, and the newspaper is pretty much shredded. Yeah, and it was a loud thud when it hit the door. It was like, Bam, through it, like point blank, bam. So, anyways, he. Joey opens the door and he's like, uh, Monica, you're not going to like this. And then he opens it. He's like, oh, there's a smashed cookie in it. So clearly the newspaper guy did not appreciate the, like, you know, 
homemade cookies as his Christmas tip. I would love if they were chocolate chip, but if they're some kind of sugar, whatever, plain Jane sugar cookies, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was talking about that today at work, actually. It was like, love the, I don't, not a fan of the sugar cookie, no. but I love the smell of them. Oh, yes, of course. Now, chocolate chip cookies, I will eat all day. <laughs> oh, yes, I would love that. So that's cold open. That's basically, well, no, Monica actually starts like defending her choice for, I keep wanting to say the that's it, cookies. but then I keep, I keep thinking of more, but anyways, yeah, it's like she, she, def- she keeps wanting to defend her choice of baking. You know, it's like homemade cookies is a great tip. I mean, it, it's personal. It shows you care, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the guys are like, just kind of looking at her like, really? And she goes, okay, fine. We're broke, but they do say that. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's a lot yeah. of time and effort that you're well, putting I mean, into. Yeah. And just because you're not tipping 50 bucks, you're still having to go to the store and buy the ingredients to make the cookies. Yeah. And then you take All the time, time to actually put them together and bake mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. possibly wrap them or package them in a cute way. But as yeah. long as the cookies are really, really good and you give me a bunch of them, I think that's great. Yep. I'm make good. me jolly. <laughs> right. Don't give me two cookies. I think that's cold open. Oh, and we just answered a trivia question. Oh, hello. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it was, um, how did the girls tip the super? Mm -hmm. Um, It's obviously what we were talking about with fresh baked cookies. First trivia question, down. Down. And what is next? Well, okay. So we see them there at the apartment. And... Throughout the episode, we're going to see the ladies at the apartment pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost the whole time because they're going to be setting up for a Christmas party mm-hmm. that's going to be at Monica and Rachel's. So throughout the episode, we see them preparing stuff. So they're decorating, they're um, setting everything up. And you know what I noticed? What's when um, Chandler and Joey walk into the apart, the ladies' apartment there at the beginning of the cold open, I never noticed it before. But if you look behind the guys, you can see their apartment door mm-hmm. in the hall, and they have a giant reindeer <laughs> as a, like decoration on their apartment door. It's like it's like the the bust of Rudolph it's like his chest (laughs) and up like it's not just like the face it's like the neck going down a ways and the antlers are like they've got a giant reindeer on their door I I don't think I paid attention to that that's crazy I'm like how did I not notice that in the past 20 something years (laughs) like it's a giant reindeer head oh that's good it looks like the um, funny claymation Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's decorated for Christmas. Monica and Rachel's apartment has all this pretty Christmas garland going around the door. They've got lights like they are decorated. They are ready for this party. They're going to have all sorts of people over there. The guys mention that they don't have gifts yet. Uh-huh. And Monica's like, 
but it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> you know, so she's like, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. What are you going to do? <laughs> Chandler, Chandler's response to this is hilarious. He kind of looks at Joey as like, don't you have to be claymation to say that? We got to save Christmas now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. I, she is, you know, you know, Monica is one of those, you, you know, she probably has most of their presents bought like in October at the latest, you know, she is appalled that these guys haven't even started their Christmas shopping. Yeah. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve and you've got nothing. What are you going to do? <laughs> Monica's <laughs> have been purchased, wrapped and hidden yeah. for over a month, two yeah. months. I'd say probably a good three November, months. November at the latest. Yeah. For the past three months. She has been preparing for the past quarter. Where are you guys? All last minute. So this establishes a very like uh, it's easy to miss. The um, subplot that ties into a bigger subplot yes. um, into a bigger plot. The guys don't have gifts. All right. We've established that. Let's move on. Then the cookies from the mailman show up all crushed, you know, and um. This oh, yeah. is during, no, no, no. Okay. This is during preparation. Still yes, a preparation scene. Wanting to um, tell a, like, a Chandler thing in here during yeah, this. Tell I us. thought was funny. It's like at the very beginning of this scene, they're all kind of like, well, at least three of them are gathered around the tree decorating. And Chandler says, you know, this like, he said something about his dad. He tells a story about his dad. You know, like, always reminds me of, like, no, he didn't say Christmas. He says, you know, this reminds me of my dad uh, growing up. You know, he'd put on a red suit and boots and patent you know, leather. Patent le yeah, and like, he'd uh, stumble like, around, sneak, sneak around the house trying to be Late quiet so he wouldn't wake us up and and but of course like you know he had been drinking so he'd stumble and fall into something and wake wake us all up and, and Rachel's like well that doesn't sound like a very merry Christmas and, and he goes well who said anything about Christmas yes <laughs> yes he's just telling a dad's story yeah his dad's oh it's it's always like his dad in like women's clothes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like with uh, Mr. Garibaldi <laughs> in the future. That one's funny. Oh, man, Chandler. Um, Chandler, well, Chandler, Chandler. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh, that's goodness, a fun God. one too. So during this preparation time, Everybody's kind of there and except Phoebe. Um, but Rachel is there and Ross is there. Yes. And Rachel is still upset with Ross because, you know, he made the list. And he tells her like, hey, look, how about you make a list about me? Like, will that make you feel better? And she's like, I don't want to. And he's like, no, come on, you know. And she's like, all right, fine. 
he mm-hmm. kind of pesters her and she's like, fine. She's like, you're whiny. You're obsessive. You don't seize the day and you put too much gel in your hair. There might've been <laughs> something else the in there. And, you know, she's like, you, you don't ever just like seize the day. You liked me for like what a year and never did anything about it. And yep. then she's like, and then she goes and, oh God, you just, you use way too much of that gel. <laughs> yep. Mr. Green <laughs> is going to call him wethead in the future. Yeah. Referring to all like, that gel. See, don't you feel better now? And he just feels like, I mean, you could tell she kind of tore it, him down a little bit. Yeah. It does not feel good, Ross. No, it does not. And she goes, oh, you know what? It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel better. Yeah. And I thought it was very interesting that she says, you know, you kind of, you don't seize the day. I'm like, ha, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. Huh? How Ross is not be a man <laughs> in the words of Phoebe. He's just kind of like pushover Ross in the beginning. And we talked about, you know, he's brokenhearted and, you know, because of Carol and not only did she leave him, she left him for a woman. So like his whole confidence, like he's all messed up, right? Yeah, he's is like everything has just plummeted. So every he's whenever he's been around Rachel, he's always like, do you think maybe kind of sort of, but not really, maybe sometimes I could ask you out if maybe, what do you think? But no, you don't have to. Like that is how he approached Rachel. She noticed, she was like, you never seize the day. You mm-hmm. liked me for a year and didn't say anything. What's interesting. It's not attractive. All the, like, well, the audience knows it's been well over a year. He's loved her since like ninth grade. Yes. So and he never has done anything about it. And I'm sure like whenever they were in high school, he had his reasons for not approaching her because she was a popular cheerleader. He not so much. Yep. Um, so. Cut, cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his friend. From now. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that episode. I know. Oh, oh the episode with Brad Pitt. Ah, oh, that is a fantastic one. Anyways, so like I could see his reasonings for not going for it in high school or whatever, but come on, you're not in high school anymore. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so she makes her list. She's like, yeah, I do feel better because she kind of did let him have it. At this point, you really can't say a lot of, a lot of negative about Ross. Now we are part of a few friends groups online and I see this and I'm like, what you see these, I hate Ross posts. And everybody starts listing all these reasons why they hate Ross. And I completely disagree with all of them Mm. with all of them. Like these are horrible boyfriend, horrible father. Maybe we have this conversation later, but um, in that he's misogynistic, all this stuff. I'm like, I completely disagree with all y'all. Anyway, <laughs> at this point in time, you can't say anything about that. 
Uh-uh. He's divorced and he's looking for love from Rachel Green. Uh-huh. He got close and then he messed it up. So he's still trying. He's he's trying to recover. Yeah. Foot in mouth, you know, trying to get it out. And the thing is, it's not like even he had like because he broke up with uh, Julie. He, he, can't well, go he, back he to her. didn't mess it up per se. I mean, in a way he did by even attempting to make the list. But he was just following Chandler's advice. He was like, you know, his buddy. They were trying to talk it out. Now, yeah, the stupid part him. was actually putting it on paper. <laughs> yes. And that no, was a stupid mistake. Even wanting to print it was even right. dumber. Right. That could so, have just, you know, hit the X and make it go away. <laughs> yeah. Type it on your fancy, small, teeny, tiny computer. Laptop primitive yeah. laptop but yeah so i really i'm not i'm not all that mad i'm not mad at ross for that i can totally understand yeah, we, how it would make we rachel talked, feel I think we talked about yeah, it we did last week yeah but i mean it's just one of those things it's like who wouldn't go to their friends and kind of talk things out like I mean, because he does have, through this yes because he's really into julie but he's loved rachel since like ninth grade mm-hmm. uh it's just he knows what he has with julie he doesn't know what he would have with rachel Mm-hmm. I, it's just one of those things you would want to talk it out. Yeah, the mm-hmm. stupid mistake was getting it on, you know, wanting to print it out. Yeah, in writing, and she saw it. So, totally understand why Rachel's upset. And yeah. so, in this episode, the upsetness continues. So, as everybody's getting ready for the party, Ross says, or, or what is it like? Oh, Monica's like, oh, it's too hot in here because. Mm-hmm. They're baking cookies still. The oven is making the apartment hot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's winter, warm. so the radiator's on. So, like, there's a lot of stuff probably going on at this point. So Ross goes and he breaks the knob off the radiator. Yeah, well, she acts. She actually asks Rachel to go first, and she comes out because Rachel comes out of her room and she's like, "Oh, it's hot in here," and she's like, "Hey, Rach, can you go turn down the radiator?" and She's like doing this with her nails. She's like, ah, you know, like, no, she's not. Her nails are drying. So Ross is like, well, I'll go do it. So he goes and starts turning it and the knob pops right off. (laughs) I do love this interaction here. Like between him and Monica, I didn't really find her line so funny, but his line really, really cracked me up. Like, He's trying to put it on and he's like, it's no, it's, it's broken off. And <laughs> she, Monica's like, well, let me try. And he goes, oh, I forgot about your ability to fuse metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that so much. Yeah. I like that one too. That's good. Oh, and then her line that wasn't that funny was, hey, yeah. it's funny's cousin. Not funny. Not funny. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's too long. Yeah. Um, so now the apartment is boiling hot as time goes on and it is party time. Mm. All of these people show up. It's a lot of people. So it's probably going to make it even hotter. You see everybody like half dressed, like people are wearing like tank tops and that sort of stuff that they probably had underneath their sweater, uh-huh. underneath their jackets. You see sweaters tied around people's waists and these two people show up and 
Rachel's all, hi, welcome to our, what did sauna. she say, sauna? Welcome to our sauna. Uh, Christmas party. She's like, you can hang your coats, jackets, sweaters, and pants over there in the room. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, you can strip down, please. So everyone is super sweating. Even Rachel's like just wearing a tank top. But Monica, interestingly enough, is still in her dress with pantyhose. Yes, she goes before she had like the like, I think it was a black maybe turtleneck underneath it or it's like uh-huh. a black sweater, black long sleeved mm-hmm. underneath her dress. dress. Mm-hmm. So that was she had only taken that off. So it was like the sleeveless dress, but she still kept her tights on. Yeah, I'm sure that's a that. Hey, that's making you have some burning loins. That is going yeah, to be right? hot. Yes. Rip those suckers off. Mm, get them off. Um. So, yeah, I'm like, wait a second, Monica, you're going to be too hot in that. Everyone is sweating their butt off. We see Ross talking to this girl. Now, this actress never says a word. Um, she's just there to physically react to Ross and Ross. We catch him at like the end of what he's saying. And he's saying, so you see, I actually only use a small amount. I use what's on the bottle. He's talking about how much gel he uses gel. and that he's actually not using that much. He's following the instructions on the bottle. <laughs> he's not putting too much gel in his hair. I'm sure he told her all about Rachel and the list and that. I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm using what's instructed on the bottle. Like, how can that be too much gel? (laughs) And probably also to drive home the point that he's obsessive because that's what caused, um, isn't it Monica was right before the radiator. I, I, I don't know. I might be too tired and I'm mixing it up, but he keeps asking Monica something. He, she's like, no, That's for the it. 16th time, you're not yeah. obsessive. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he was asking Monica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah. I love also when he was talking to that girl at the party. And he's like, you because he starts it. Because you can't tell right now because I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about him. The wet look in his hair and like how much jelly he uses. <laughs> I you can't, can't tell, tell right now because I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me the phone then. <laughs> yeah. oh, poor girl. Uh, yeah, she just keeps giving oh, him looks. Yeah, she her facial expressions to him are pretty good. <laughs> but and then uh, Mr. Trigger comes in. So Trigger comes. Because, oh, yeah, whenever the knob actually broke, Rachel says, I'll go call the super. I'll go call the super. So she calls and is like, yeah, Mr. Trigger. And so he says, you know, I guess tells her he can't fix it until Tuesday. So then she was like, Tuesday? Seriously? We're having a party tonight. So she told him there's a party tonight. He comes up. And they're like, oh, Mr. Trigger. And he goes, well, yeah, you said there was a party. So they think think he's mad about getting the cookies and that that's why he's like, nah, I can't help you. You got to wait till Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. So that's what, yeah, 
he comes in and they're like, you know, uh, Ross is telling the girls to go tip the man. Just go tip him. And they're like, no. I mean, if if he doesn't like my cookies, then that's tough. Blah, 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 blah. So anyways, he's like, all right, you want me to seize the day? So he goes over there and he's going to tip the man. <laughs> so he goes over and is like, Mr. Trigger, Merry Christmas. And he, here's a 50 for you. And he's like, oh, I love this too. Trigger takes it. He's like, oh, I didn't get you anything. Here, here's five back. Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, that's your tip. And he's like, okay. He goes, so yeah, uh, how about, you know, fixing the radiator? And he's like, no, I can't till Tuesday, whatever. And, and the girls are basically taunting Ross at this point going monica says that or if i could talk monica says oh ross it looks like he's playing baseball and he goes you mean hardball so anyways uh, like, what are you gonna do like, yeah what are you gonna do and he's like i'm seizing <laughs> so he goes and gives them another 50 he gives them another 50 dollars and is like hey happy hanukkah now what about the radiator and he's like, I can't. The parts won't be available until Tuesday. And he looks over at the girls and he's like, am I saying, am I not saying this right? I know. I, it's so funny when he says that. And he's like, <laughs> no. And he, does he say the hardware store doesn't open until Tuesday? Until tu- that's Okay, that's what it is. The yeah, hardware, the hardware store. store doesn't open until Tuesday. Because remember, we're at Christmas Eve at this point. Yeah. So they're not going to open. They're not probably not going to be open on Christmas Day. And we don't know exactly what day it's falling on. And exactly. But yeah. So you and me always been. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. He's like, am I not he's saying like, it right? <laughs> am I not saying it right? He's like, why? Why do they keep asking me to fix the radiator? I can't do it yet. Anyways. So Monica's like, wait. So you you didn't hate my cookies? And he is like, no, I loved it. It's so personable. Like that shows you really care. And it was all the things that Monica was saying. That's what cookies say. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. Really showed you care. So personal. <laughs> and so after they do that, they're like, oh wow, yay, great. They kind of walk off. And for a second, it's just Rachel and Trigger. Uh-huh. And he looks up and he's like, Hey, is that mistletoe? And Rachel's like, uh no. Nope. She's like, that is basil. Basil. And he's like, Oh, because now he's all like leaning in closer to her and like kind of moving his head side to side, kind of like he's <laughs> a little confident or something. And he goes, Cause if it was because <laughs> if it was mistletoe, I was gonna kiss ya. Because <laughs> he doesn't say kiss. He's like, kish. <laughs> He's like, I was gonna kiss ya. <laughs> and I was like, Ew. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. I'm like, oh. And yeah. she goes, 
I love how she responds like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's still basil. <laughs> and walks away. And walks away. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, the way she responded was funny. Yeah. She's got some good deliveries. Oh, she does. Oh, man. Dude, that's a pretty much it until way later in the episode, we have Joey Chandler and Phoebe show up because they were not at the Christmas party. They were off doing something else. They show up and they're all like, you know, it's super hot in here, all of that. And Joey says he sits down to eat pie or some dessert at the table. Everybody else is sitting around the coffee table in the living room. Misting themselves with like spray bottles. Yeah, trying to cool off. (laughs) And Joey's like, oh, hey, Monica, your radiator is broken, so I just turned it off from underneath. Yeah. So the whole time everybody was suffering at the Christmas party, like we even saw Monica push somebody out of the way and say, no, 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 I was next because they were taking turns standing in front of the refrigerator door to cool off. off. Yeah. So that's how hot it was. Surprisingly, most of her guests stayed. I mean, but they all couldn't go home right away because then we wouldn't have a party and there wouldn't be anything to laugh about. So it was super hot. (laughs) So the whole time everybody's suffering, Joey, of all people, you know, not known to be the smartest or the brightest, he knew how to fix that. He said he turned it off from underneath. So underneath the radiator, bam, problem solved. And they just all turn and stare at him like they could not believe it. And he just goes on eating his pie or whatever Christmas dessert was left over like joey does yep and that was the party on this christmas episode so next yeah we have our big storyline the one with phoebe's dad the name of our episode yeah and this one this storyline kind of gets going in the first scene um yes. you have like everyone's kind of sit, like over at the coffee house um rachel's working ross comes in with lots of bags you know he's clearly been out shopping he wants to give rachel a gift and she just like sat there and like stares at him and he's like okay i'll get it out for you it's a slinky and he starts sling- singing the slinky song <laughs> She's not amused at all. No, I think she's she mad. walks away. Oh, oh yeah, because that's what he says. He says, oh, you still mad about the list thing, huh? And anyways, <clears throat> she's not amused with the slinky. He tries to give it to Gunther. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time we hear Gunther speak. Really? It might be. Do we? Oh. Do we remember hearing Gunther speak at all? Because I, this might be the first time we actually know his name, too. Oh. Because Ross says, hey, Gunther, you want a slinky? Oh, he's like, do you have stairs at your place? Oh, yeah. That's what it is. 
He says, hey, Gunther, do you have stairs at your place? And Gunther says, uh, yeah. And he's like, here you go. Go nuts. Go nuts. And I am pretty sure that's the first time we hear Gunther's name. And the first thing we hear Gunther say, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't remember here hearing about uh, I don't remember us talking a whole lot about Gunther before. But. Yeah, because he's like you said, he's always there. Um, yeah, he's been there pretty almost since the very beginning. We saw yeah, him. Yeah, he may not. He may not have been in the first few episodes, but I think you know what you are correct in that he doesn't say anything until season two. Well. That might have been the episode then, because I don't remember him him talking before he responds to Ross. Well, and you know what? You are correct, ma'am. You are correct. This is the first time Gunther speaks, and his line is the response to Ross's question. Yeah, that's what he says. Do you have stairs at your place? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I don't think I heard him. I've, I couldn't recall ever hearing his voice before. And then as we move on, we'll get to hear him a lot more. He interacts with the group a lot more. Yes. And that's always fun. I love Gunther. Yeah. So you're right. This is the first time we hear his voice. So, and I think you're right. Um, It would be the first time we hear his name because no one's ever addressed him before till right now. Ross directly asks him. Hey, Gunther. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Learn something new every day. So. Ross goes and sits down with the group. He's got gifts and they're all like, oh, you know, show us your gifts. And Chandler's all like, cause he's like, ah. Chandler's like, you know, you want to. And Ross is like, no, it was Joey. Yeah. Yeah, Joey. Goes, Joey. You want to. He's like, uh, okay. Yeah. So he pulls out these gifts. He's got, now this is not in order. Um, but I think the first one is he pulls out a picture frame and he's like, this is from Ben to my parents. And so they're like, oh, okay. And he pulls out <laughs> two towels and you know how uh-huh. they have those sets of stuff. That's like his and hers, his and hers bathrobe and towels, you know, I'm sure they have them for all kinds of stuff. And yep. he goes, I got hers and hers towels for Susan and Carol. <laughs> That was funny. And so that. I was like, look at Ross making nice. He's getting, yeah. I thought that was really sweet. He's getting them Christmas gifts. I thought so too. I was like, well, that's how you get along with the ex and, you know, be a good co-parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that's nice. And, um, and, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the, uh- the blouse that he gets for his mom. Oh, <laughs> tell us about it. Winnie's oh. eyeballs are about to pop out of her head. <laughs> and hey, you saw these shirts. They actually uh, sold these ugly things. It was like maybe this one this, was a little bit more over the top for the show. Well, but it wasn't you have to. Off. It has to, you know, play on the TV, like on TV. You have to be able to see the ridiculousness through the screen <laughs> but it was not that far off no it maybe was embellished a little bit but so it's like this like this white blouse and it just has like 
it almost looks like a military kind of style like because it has, has like little silver stuff on the shoulders on the shoulders and then it like on the front of the blouse it's got like this like these little medallions and stuff and uh pink like, michael jackson outfit but it was yes. black with all those medals but the shirt is white, white with a whole bunch of medals yes and um, you know they're not as fancy as michael jackson's michael jackson would have had like the real deal stuff more made out of quality stones and <laughs> shiny dangly things yeah. whereas the department store fake military blouse <laughs> is just gonna have like the cheapest stuff on it so it's gonna look yes. really bad oh monica goes monica's response to <laughs> to this ugly essay <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's so ugly. <laughs> She's like, she goes, oh, Ross, it's beautiful. And he goes, oh, yeah. And he's like swinging a sleeve around. He's like, oh, yeah. Yes. And she goes, yes, mom's going to be voted the best dressed at the fake military academy. <laughs> and then he's just like, Ugh. and throws the blouse back in the bag but oh my gosh it's so ugly <laughs> it's hideous it's hideous and that's the gift that's going to mom yes oh man if so, that's the gift that shows how much you love mom <laughs> i mean he doesn't know what to pick out I know, obviously funny well clearly just, hey just get her another hers it, towel it was, it was kind of cute though how like how i was like proud he was of picking <laughs> yes, that out like he thought maybe he picked huh? out something like edgy oh. and you know cool or whatever i don't nice, know I don't, elegant yeah, something gold plated things hanging <laughs> off of this blouse you probably saw it in like the you know mature lady section and thought it was cool <laughs> i don't know yes <laughs> that's oh my gosh yeah i remember walking through the mall when i was a kid and seeing that section where you have the shinies and the rhinestones and i mean this is like the 80s like, obviously old lady yeah, old lady yes making the old lady guitar hand guitar yes. hand when phoebe but teaches joey in the future mom my mom always laughed that i was drawn to that obviously i outgrew it but <laughs> he's looking at that stuff going oh that's really pretty <laughs> i'm gonna get you that blouse for christmas yes. oh I would wear it proudly <laughs> to our nighttime recordings. Yeah. Can you see me wearing it to, uh, to my work? <laughs> You'd be the best dressed. Tell them, right? you just, tell them you graduated from the military, I just graduated academy. From military academy with all your medals. Yeah. Oh, man. oh, the kids would have a heyday with that. They'd be playing with my blouse all day long. <laughs> yeah, they would. But shoot. Okay, so Ross is going on about his gifts. And then we have um, Phoebe come over. Uh -huh. This is going to answer our, our first trivia question. Because she shows up and she's like, where did you get this? And she holds up the picture frame that is supposed yes. to be Ben's gift to his grandparents. And Ross is all proud again. He's like, Macy's, you know, 
home goods department or some department, you know, and um, Macy's third floor, something like that. And she's like, she's like, this is my dad. And everyone's like, wait, what? (laughs) And she's like holding up a picture frame. They're like, this is my dad. So explain to us, Whitney, like, what the heck? Okay, so she gets her wallet out. She goes, this is my dad. See, look. And she starts, you know, okay, Monica, she tries to explain to her, you know, no, honey, that is, you know, a a guy standing in front of a blue screen. And Mm -hmm. she's like, well, maybe it was just really clear that day. But they keep trying to tell her, that's the the photo frame guy the fake the picture, picture that comes in yeah. the picture frame he, he just comes with the picture frame she goes no no look she gets out her wallet and starts showing all these pictures you know he's flying a kite with a little kid he's you know doing this and that and i don't remember all the pictures that she showed but they're like they finally light bulb goes off with all of them because they start looking around at each other they're like oh my goodness she really thinks this is her father and i think this is when phoebe or uh, rachel asks um i thought your father was in prison and she's like no no that's my stepdad my real dad is the one that ran off on you know as kids and the and my mom when we were babies so Yes, it's true. Phoebe thinks the picture guy is her dad. Ay, ay, ay. It's true. And when Monica brings up, no, that he's, I think he's just standing in front of a blue screen. She's like, well, maybe it was just really clear that day. And then they're kind of looking at her. She's like, I need to go talk to my grandma. Yeah. So she takes off. Yep. She heads out. We see her at grandma's place and well, don't she and she and grandma live together. Yes. So she just, yeah, she just goes home and she just goes home. Grandma's there. And, you know, it goes on. She's like, you know, I need to ask you stuff about my dad or I need to see pictures of him. The grandmother pulls out this like box and pulls out all these picture frames and so there are no loose photos or anything. They're all in frames. And <laughs> she's like, all right. I just remember one scenario. Do you remember the first two, Whitney? Um, she's like, he's like, no, here he is. <laughs> yeah. No, because I just remember the same scenario. Yeah. <laughs> so it, we're, I'm just going to make two things up. It's just going to be like, you know, here he is with a, the neighbor's dog or something yeah. like that. And here he is helping a little boy do something, which I right. do think there was one with like him and helping some little boy. And then here he is at a graduation. Here he is at another graduation. And here he is at another graduation. Like, yeah. Okay. And then at one point it was just funny because she would even drop the here he is. It was like, here he is at a graduation. Here he is at another graduation. And another graduation. <laughs> yeah. So it's once they hit all the graduation photos, 
then Phoebe starts to catch on. And she's like, yeah. all right, is this, is this my real dad? And yeah. And then she's like, uh, we, need, she said something like we need to call the fire department because I smell smoke or no, 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 no. She didn't say that. It's like, I smell smoke. Maybe it's because somebody's pants is on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> liar, liar, That's, grandma. Yes. Like she catches grandma to lie and her grandma is like, you know, it wasn't my idea. It was your mother's idea. I tried to talk her out of it, but you know, she's really hard to argue with. Um, like she went along with it. She goes, I went along with it even after she, she died. She's like, she's really hard to argue with. Uh, and then she died. So couldn't do anything about it anyway. I, she's not impossible to argue with, but definitely harder. Yeah. Her death made it harder. Her death made not it impo- harder. Not impossible. Harder to argue harder. with her. Yes. And she had told Phoebe that her father was a famous tree surgeon. Uh-huh. Surgeon. <laughs> that came out. Yeah. Funny. Surgeon. Who lived in a hut in Burma, in Burma. where there are no phones. Yes. And then we find out that he's also worshipped by the villagers. <laughs> yeah. So this yes. is what Phoebe has believed. A tree surgeon. <laughs> who lives in Burma where you cannot get a hold of him. And he is worshipped by all of the villagers. Yes. Because he operates on trees. Because he operates on the trees. A <laughs> tree surgeon. Oh, man. Oh. I- yeah. Oh, poor Phoebe. So that, she has to tell Phoebe that, okay, no, he's not. And she shows him a real picture of the dad that uh-huh. she had hidden in one of the picture frames, like behind the fake photo was a real photo. Said, Here's your real dad. Yeah. But she said she doesn't know like really where he is. Like she yes. knows he's in upstate New York mm-hmm. and He's a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. That's what and Phoebe's heard, like. He's a would... pharmacist in upstate New York. And Phoebe's like, what does make any sense? Why would, how could the why worshipers? Would a pharma- yeah. How would, the how would a pharma- why would a pharmacist be worshipped by the villagers? Yeah. And so even her grandma's like, honey, like, hello, honey. like none of that's true. So. Yeah. Oh, I do want to go back real quick before we move on. Because the beginning of that scene where Phoebe comes in to talk to her grandma cracks me up. I even put like laughing emojis on my notes because it's so funny. <laughs> Phoebe's grandma is sitting at a table with the phone book out and she's reading <laughs> yes. the obituaries and she's crossing their names out of the phone book. And Phoebe comes in, she's like, hi, Graham, what you doing? <laughs> she goes, oh, just updating the phone book. <laughs> yes. Probably people she doesn't even know and would never no, call anyway. No, she, she doesn't know any of them. She's just crossing them out of the phone book. Hey, just updating the phone book. It's how you deleted your contacts back in the day. <laughs> Read the obituaries and crossed them out. Cross the line out. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that's funny. So you can see where the little floopy floopiness of Phoebe right. comes from because her grandmother definitely has a little bit of that. And 
she um like you said she ends up telling phoebe the truth uh-huh. and she already told phoebe he's just somewhere upstate but then she ends up you know phoebe's kind of bummed out and she's like oh, i know you're bummed and this and that she's like all right you know she kind of felt bad and she's like Here's his address. She gives Phoebe his exact address. Like she kept yeah. saying, okay, but that's all I know. And she's like, well, I also know this too, yeah. but that's all I know. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I actually know exactly where to find him. Yeah. Cause she walks in and Phoebe's calling information, trying to find Frank Buffet in upstate New York. And grandma walks in and she's like, you know, ask Phoebe what she's doing. You know, what she's doing is like, you know, um well or no she asked phoebe how how it's going oh how's it going and she's like well you know he's just one person and upstate is like really big turns out upstate really big whatever so she's you know having a hard time trying to track her dad down and then she says okay so the other day when i told you i didn't know where he was that's not true and then she's like, like, well, what do you mean, Grandma? And then she just spits out the address. They didn't have it written down or anything. Just That's, tells her. He's she knows at it. Blah, 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 blah. And just like names, like the number, the street, and then even like the little area that he's in. Mm-hmm. Like she knows everything. If he hit the Dairy Queen, you've gone too far. Right? She, she knows, knows how exactly how to get there. But Phoebe is like, she's not really mad at her grandma. She probably knows that she had her reasons for not saying anything, but she's extremely happy. She's so happy. And grandma says, here, you can take my cab. So grandma, the grandmother has the taxi cab. And that's what we're going to see. Before we get in the taxi cab, I just want to say, when you look behind these ladies on the wall, is a picture like a big giant painting type frame but in it is that 3d scary doll that looks like she's coming out of the picture frame this is probably where they got the idea for that movie the ring somebody was probably a huge friends fan and like that doll painting picture frame thing is creepy some weird doll crawling out of the picture. It looks like she's crawling out, but it's kind of like almost her whole body, but kind of like at like her hip area and up thighs and up. And Uh, she's like leaning out of the picture frame because it's a 3D like doll. Yeah, picture frame. Yeah. And it's hanging as if it was a painting. But it's got this 3D creepy doll. Is this Phyllis? No. Gladys. Gladys? Gladys. 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 Is it Gladys? But it's not. The name you're thinking of is Gladys. Okay. But this is not Gladys because this one has a red dress. And Gladys, this is in the future, has a blue dress. Oh. You can fact check me because I'm going by my memory. 
Only people who know what they are talking about can fact check this. <laughs> this made up stuff. <laughs> um, I'm like, that's not Gladys. But then there's another one that because they fight over Gladys, Phoebe brings over this other one who looks even more hideous than Gladys. Right? Yeah. Gladys is wearing blue. So that's the one that we it's see. Glennis. Oh, oh, my goodness. That's what you were saying. Yes. Okay. Well, I stand corrected. This this is why we have Whitney, you guys. Applause for Whitney. <laughs> I don't know how you remember that. I always thought I was hearing Gladys. I actually didn't remember that until you said Gladys, honestly, because I always remembered the first one. I thought it was mishearing you. I was like, is that my microphone? I was like, is that my sound? Did it cut out like a little bit? Oh, actually, look at this. There's an EW.com uh, poll, friends pop watch poll, Gladys or Glennis. <laughs> See? I could have always sworn I heard. Is Glennis even a name? Oh, look at that. No, Gladys or Glennis. Yeah. Oh, Glennis is the even hideous one. Yeah. Oh, wait. So there's two of them. So there's two of them. Yeah. I think it's so there is a Gladys and there is a Glennis. Because yeah. I don't know the name of the even more hideous one, the one that's like balding. That one's even worse. Okay. So yeah, I was thinking of Gladys. Okay. And then the one I said, I don't know the name of the other one that's even more hideous than Gladys. That's Glennis. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Straightened it out. So this one in season two is somebody else because she has a red dress on. Okay. Now and they don't talk about it. Out. Yes. But it's in the background. Mm -hmm. Looks similar to what we're going to see in the future, too. Yes. It looks very similar to Gladys. Yes. All right. We got our creepy Phoebe portraits straightened out here. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. I'm wondering though, like, did she pick up that artwork from grandma? Did grandma make them all or make some mm -hmm. and then Phoebe picked it up? Because I'm wondering like who made the one in the apartment? The grandma or Phoebe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be. Um, so that's in the background. Mm -hmm. Phoebe's now got the address. She's going to go try to find her dad. She's excited. And she's like, okay, wish me luck, grandpa. So <laughs> she only lives with her grandmother. There is a photo by the door as she's leaving of, of her grandfather. So it's a black and white picture. And, you know, very sweetly, Phoebe bends down, leans down, to look at the picture. Did she kiss the picture? It, it almost seems like she almost does because she says it with such tenderness. She's yeah. like, wish me luck, grandpa. And she takes off and the grandmother, we see grand grandmother on the camera yeah. and she kind of like makes a face kind of like, oh my gosh, oh, like that was a close one. Who is in the picture frame? Who is, Phoebe has a very famous grandfather. Who is it, Whitney? Who is in that picture frame? It's Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> and after 
after everything that she went through, just learning about her dad is not really in the photo. Like he's not the photo guy. <laughs> he's not, he's not a famous tree surgeon who lives in Burma. And he just turns out to be like who, like the photo guy. And she still believes at this point that this picture of Albert Einstein is her grandpa. <laughs> Listen to this. And that's so funny to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a freaking funny joke, man. Like brilliant, <laughs> really good. brilliant. Okay. Episodes later, like in um, episode 50 something. So it might be season three, even uh -huh. hold on. I'm like, need a drink of water. My throat sounds crazy. Episodes later, I want to say it's like season three, but it's like episode 50 something. And right now, remember, this is episode 33. Right. So in episode like 50 something, there was, uh, I was watching it the other night and it had, it, it shot Phoebe's apartment again. Uh -huh. And in the background, you still see that same picture of Albert Einstein sitting there. And I'm like, she still has a picture of Grandpa Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> she still has not learned the truth. <laughs> he still thinks that's Grandpa. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. So we go on. Phoebe has recruited Joey and Chandler to go with her, to meet her dad. She's meeting the guys outside of Central Perk on the street. So while the two guys wait for Phoebe to show up, they are talking. Like, if you don't pay attention, you kind of miss it. At least, you know, I know I did plenty of times in the past. But the guys are talking about how they want to buy gifts. They're like, how long is this Phoebe dad thing going to take? And Chandler's like, ah, oh, it's not going to take that long. They'll meet, they'll swap life stories, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we can still make it to the outlets. This is after they've been shamed by Monica for waiting last minute. Yes. So like we mentioned earlier on claymation, Monica was like, oh no, it's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. <laughs> What are you going to do? So this is the guy's plan. They're yeah. going upstate with Phoebe where they have outlets to shop. Once she's done meeting dad, they'll go to the outlets and buy all their Christmas gifts for everyone. Yes. So great now, yes, great plan. Last minute, guys. Yes. Hey, to quote Ross in the future, this is men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which I, we, we quote that by Ross all the time. This is men. <laughs> don't tell me men are nice. This is, don't, don't tell me men are nice. This is men. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes, this is men. Yes. And Phoebe shows up with her grandmother's taxi cab. And they get in you the can car. Tell it's a grandma's taxi cab. Yes. It's, it's quite old. It's a bright yellow, just like you would expect to see. Yes. From the olden days. Um, Chandler gets in the front seat, front passenger. Phoebe's going to drive because 
grandma gave her instructions. Remember, no one else drives this cab. So Phoebe's got to drive it. Chandler's in the front seat. Joey's in the back. And Chandler asks, um, oh, but first. Oh, yeah. Phoebe says, here, hold this. Go ahead. Tell us, Whitney, what's on it. Oh, okay. So Phoebe says, could you hold this? (laughs) Giving a piece of paper to Chandler. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he, he looks at it and he goes, left brake, right gas. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, that's my cheat sheet. <laughs> I'm like, it's wrong. <laughs> is, is it that? Is it, did I do it backwards? Is she that says right? it backwards. Okay. You said it correctly. You quoted right. it correctly. Okay. She's like, brake left, gas right. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyways, he's like, oh, okay. And he reaches, okay, you want to go for this one? Wait, did I just mess it up? No. No. Wait. Gas is on the right. It is on the right. So her cheat sheet is correct. (laughs) It's late. I know, that's why I was like, wait. Did I mess it up? Did she say it backwards on the show? Because I don't think I said it how I know it in my head. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I think she said it backwards. Or does she say it correctly? Let me write this down. So I wrote it down. And I was thinking that would be so funny if her cheat sheet is wrong. And then I just wrote it down. I think I had it in my head. And okay, I'm saying it. And I'm like, wait, (laughs) that's correct. (laughs) Man, do I look like a moron now. I have a license to drive, I swear. <laughs> we just lost half our listeners. They're like, this chick's an idiot, man. <laughs> A few episodes or ago, she's talking about how could, smart she is. They could be listening because it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Just so y'all know, Whitney and I record these episodes late at night when children are sleeping after so we're work, not after home duties after kids go to bed at the end of the week i might add yes i feel tired i'm like dude it's because it's the end of the week so for sure it's not my fault i promise i will drive safely and correctly tomorrow going to work you won't be riding the brake <laughs> maybe i should edit that part out <laughs> okay so oh, let's no. talk about after Taylor gets the cheat sheet he so that's starts, strike one she needs a cheat sheet yes apparently so do I and then he starts <laughs> reaching over his shoulder grabbing at a seat belt that is not there <laughs> yes grabbing air he's like he's like why where's the seatbelt? And she says, Oh, there isn't one. The paramedics had to cut it. Yeah. She goes, the paramedics had to cut through it. Oh, and that's right. Doing this cutting motion. She's like, the paramedics had to cut through it. And Chandler, no, thank you. that was strike two for him. He's like, okay. And he takes 
he gets out of there and goes into the back seat with Joey. I know the way he gets out and like slams that front door and then just takes a step to the back, opens it up, and he he looks inside the Joey goes, "Hey," <laughs> and then hops in. Oh goodness! And it ha- he was, they, there was no way he was right at the front. He's like, "Oh no, too many signs." And so the cab does have that like plastic plexiglass. or glass. Yeah. Plexiglass separator where there's like uh, a cutout so you can actually close it or open it up. So every time the guys want to talk, they move towards the center of that opening uh, um, to talk to Phoebe. And it's a two hour drive upstate where they're going. Yes. And they make the drive. They get there. It's kind of dark outside and Phoebe cannot work up the nerve to go knock on the door um, and be like, hey, I'm the daughter you ran out on. I'm Phoebe. And they go through these scenarios in the car. Uh, no, it's really cute. I love whenever um, like they full, first pull up and uh, Phoebe's like, it's my dad's house. And she's like, I'm going to meet my dad. Ishk. <laughs> she's goes, happy, excited. Yes, she's happy, excited. And Taylor in the back is like, Ishk. <laughs> he, <laughs> he makes the same noise. But anyway, it's like, she, she's like, okay, I'm going. I'm going to meet my dad. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. And then she starts. She's just sitting rolling. there the whole time. Here I go. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> she just like peters off right there. It's like, Ugh. yeah. And the excitement has kind of left her face. Like her face kind of falls a little bit. And it's like, more worried. She's not, yeah. She's not so sure about going up to the door. Yeah. So it's not so excited. No. Um, yeah. She can't bring herself to go up to the, like, go there. Like at one point, you see the, boys are asleep in the back seat and oh the, I think did they talk to her or like try to get her to go up before or was this well, um, they do well there's because there's a lot of back and forth yeah I was trying to think of what it, it made it doesn't even matter because this is all kind of strung together but anyways um I love at one point how like I think it was like the final time that she tried to go up to the door. She gets back in the cab, like shuts the door and wakes the guys up in the back seat. And Chandler asks like, how far did you get this time? And she says the mailbox. And so anyways, she, she explains to them like what's kind of holding her back. It's, you know, just, you know, all of her life she she knew of this guy like you like i i knew my dad was a famous tree surgeon who lives in burma and you know is it turns out it's not true and and now he's like this pharmacy guy good yeah so before um she goes into that you know she had painted a happy scenario mm. where it's like oh and uh, you know I'll go to my I'll go to the pharmacy with my dad and you know everybody would be really nice to me because you know I'm Frank's daughter you know and and then I think she goes into what you're saying now now she's starting to paint like okay what if it's not that 
Yeah. What if he's well, because Joey's like, I mean, that'd be really that's that sounds nice. And she's like, Yeah, but you know, what if it's not? I mean, what if he's still just like the scumbag that ran out on my mom and us? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, bottom line, she feels really bad that they, you know, came well, out of the way. You but you had started saying yeah, okay. that you know, what if it's not that great? And she was about to say, Oh, I've already go ahead. I'm, um, actually, no, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, that. you know, I've already lost oh, a that's fake dad about. this week. Yeah. I don't know if I can lose a real one. It was really sad. It was, it was, but the way the guys are in the back seat and they're both like putting their hands through that little tiny little opening yeah the the plexiglass and they're holding hands and there it doesn't matter they're going to be there for her no matter what whether she decided to go up to the door or just sit outside the house Mm -hmm. it was fine you know they um whatever she feels comfortable doing and then and that's what they said it's like the next time you come maybe you'll get past the you know past the mailbox and Mm -hmm actually meet your dad whatever but yeah and they're like and when you do he'll be lucky to have oh that's what it was yeah and oh i love that i know it was joey Joey, Joey, told her yeah i'll tell you what joey has like you were talking about the friends groups Mm -hmm. that we were in there's very very strong arguments for that joey is like the best friend (laughs) yes and this is showing it yes he's He's like always knows what to say. He may not be the brightest bulb in the box, mm-hmm. but he is always going to show up for his friends and he knows what to say to make him feel great. And he never and backstabbed he anybody. No. He was supportive of everybody. Even if he didn't understand it, yeah. he would still try to, you know, make you feel better. We could go yeah. we could go on and on and on about Joey and well, how good he is. Actually, but. I think everyone could learn a little bit from Joey, honestly. (laughs) He's a darn good friend. He is. So, yeah, they say. She, she, you know, apologized for, you know, cutting into their shopping time or whatever. And she's like, I'm I'm sorry you guys didn't get to do your shopping. And Chandler's like, oh, don't worry about it. Um, He's like, we'll figure something out. And anyways, um, yeah, because now it's late and everything's yeah. closed, and they have to drive back two hours. They have to drive back to the city, yeah. So that's that's Phoebe's like little tale, but I like whenever they do how we told how we said that you know when they come in back into the apartment and they're spritzing themselves, and Joey turns off the radiator from underneath. Um, they all ask Phoebe how you know oh did you meet your dad or they want to know how it went. And she says, no, you know, I couldn't go to the door, but you know, and I like this line right here where she's like, but I know he's there and you know, that's enough for now. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, she knows he's there. If she ever like, she knows where to find him now. Yeah. If she ever gets the urge to go, she knows where to go. Which is an answered question. Where is my dad? Where has he been? I can never get to him. Even though exactly. she thought he was in Burma, way Burma. far away. And yeah. now she knows exactly where to find him. And, and that he is around. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot. 
Mm-hmm. That is a lot to process, you know, just mm-hmm. finding out that day, like grandma's here, like here, take my cab and you drive up there with a couple of friends. It's a lot when you find out some heavy duty, brand new information. This is brand new information. Yep. Yes. So they make their way back. They're there at the house with everybody at the house, at the apartment. Yeah. Joey fixes the radiator by turning it off underneath. Well, bam. And then we have the final scene. Okay. So clearly the boys figured it out what they were doing for Christmas gifts. Yes. They are around the table. Oh, because they realize they're like, Oh, Hey, it's midnight. It's Christmas. Yeah. So they had that Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, okay. On Christmas Eve. So <laughs> the guys decide to give gifts, right? Yep. They all hug and all this stuff. And oh, Merry Christmas. I love the fact that Chandler's the one that brought up that, that you know, it's midnight. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, it's midnight. Merry Christmas. And then he's left standing there in the middle, like Rachel and Monica hug each other, Ross and Phoebe hug, and he's going. He's left out. He's just standing there. He was ready to hug people, and he was the only one not hugging anybody. Exactly. It's the story of his life. (laughs) Poor Chandler. Oh, Chandler. Chandler, bing. (laughs) So back to the gift giving. It seems like everybody has already given their gifts. But all we see are what Joey and Chandler got people. Yes. And it's literally like in a cardboard box. Do you want to say any of these? Yes. (laughs) I wrote down who got what. Okay. Let me see if I can do it from memory. Cause I didn't do it. I didn't write down who got what, but okay. So they give uh, windshield wiper blades to Rachel and she goes, Oh, great even though I don't have a car and then they give her like a car part, air freshener part two gift part Rachel. Two. but you will after this and they give her <laughs> the little air freshener like the car air freshener uh she's like oh great it's a and new car smell new car smell air yeah. freshener for your car <laughs> oh gosh and then they give Phoebe toilet seat covers. Yes, she's very excited about her gift. And then she says, oh, is this what you guys were doing uh, when I was getting gas? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys. <laughs> like, like, it's the greatest, sweetest thing. Yeah. And then they go. <laughs> And for Ross, Mr. Sweet Tooth. <laughs> yes. He wasn't even candy for the Sweet Tooth. I know. It was a, a cola. Yeah. Obviously, Coke and Pepsi and all those people did not want to pay for advertising. So it, uh-huh. he got cola. He got cola. And then he was like, oh, great. He's like, a cola. <laughs> and then uh, Chandler goes, and so they hand him another one, says, and lemon lime. Yes. So he gets two colas, two, two cola drinks, which 
he's like, Ross is, uh, well, he's, he's not very impressed. Yeah. He says, oh, you shouldn't have. I feel like I need to buy you another sweater. <laughs> so then they uh, get to Monica and they just hand her a box, like a little small box. And she looks at it and she goes, uh, she's like, huh. And <laughs> Joey she, says, she's not impressed either. No, she's not impressed. And Joey says, it's ribbed for your pleasure. And both guys give her like the little shooting guns, thumbs up type like, thing. Like, hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. And like maybe even like a whip snap. Chandler. <laughs> yeah. They're ribbed for yeah. your pleasure. They're ribbed for your pleasure. Do you remember those commercials? Oh, yeah, totally. That, like that's what they said all the time. Uh-huh. Ribbed for your pleasure. For your pleasure. Yes. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So. We all know what's in the tiny box. Nobody says it. I just thought like, man, they've got creative shopping in the gas station. (laughs) I know. What what would everyone like? (laughs) They could have gotten Ross some good candy. I know. Some Ferrero Rocher for the sweet tooth. (laughs) Man, I love those things. But what's funny is like, Monica and Ross ended up switching their gifts. So he got the ribbed for her pleasure. And she just popped open the soda and started drinking it. I didn't even notice that. They switched. Funny. Yeah. That is the episode. There we go. A bump bump. Do you quote anything from this episode? Oh, goodness. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't either. What about? Oh, funniest oh, moments. Funniest moment. One of my funniest moments, because it literally, it was, I put laughing emojis after it, was like how you would um, delete your contacts. <laughs> um, Phoebe's grandma sitting at the table, reading the obituaries and crossing them out of the phone book was so funny to me. That was funny. I think for this episode, um, there weren't any huge standouts, but I started laughing again when Phoebe said that her dad was a famous tree surgeon. (laughs) How ridiculous that sounds. And I also laughed when... um, she said, wish me luck, grandpa. And it was a picture of Albert Einstein. I thought that was a great joke. Well, I also liked whenever her grandma came in and asked what she was doing, she was trying to find her dad calling information. <laughs> and she says, she calls her grandma. And if that is in fact your real name. <laughs> yes, that was really funny too. I don't think so. we covered that whenever we talked about it. No, we didn't. But- She's like, Grandma, if that's your real name, if that is in fact your real name. If that is in, if that is in fact your real name. Actually, it's not her real name. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's funny about it. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, well, let's get good. to trivia questions for the next episode. I'm very excited. We've even mentioned this in the past on past episodes of Pivot, 
We are making our way. Friends is really hitting its stride. It is. This this is a fantastic series. Good night. So episode 34 is still in season two, and it's the one with Russ. Is that I'm what it's called? Russ. Yes, the one with Russ. Oh, awesome. Trivia question number one. What makes fun Bobby fun? <laughs> question number two. What is Russ's profession? <laughs> Russ, not Ross. Not Ross. Don't confuse him. Very different. <laughs> there is different as and that's probably gonna be my funniest moment right there that line so oh, question number three who does rachel say russ looks like there you go whitney came up with that trivia question is that I right usually do the trivia questions but yeah right? i didn't you suggest yeah, that i did Yep. I wrote it down, my just friend. Because I don't know. It was just one of those things that I was remembering that from the episode. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good question. Yep. We got it. So I helped. <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, hit the little bell, do whatever your podcast platform asks of you to stay in the loop to get updated when new episodes are released every Thursday early early in the morning so you can start your Thursday off great share 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 the episodes with your friends it what yeah, blah 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 it's what keeps us coming back enabling us to keep doing this show and we really appreciate you thank you for being our friend you have enriched the days of our lives <laughs> that night, episode is York. coming up that episode is coming up soon <laughs> oh, man. Oh. a lonely gray couch <laughs> Oh, look, cried Ned. And then he's got this long, dramatic pause. <laughs> and then the kingdom was his forever the end. 